For those of you who are visitors, I'm Emmanuel Osanga, and I'm married to only one wife. Only one wife, Esther. I'll, I'll keep it that way. And she's a woman. Just say, Amen. 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 We are not afraid to align and speak about the patterns of the kingdom. God said, let there be. Let there be. And then he created a woman, a helper. Amen. He did not create a man for, for a helper. He created a woman. Amen. 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 Are you ready this morning? Are you expecting this morning? I pray that the Lord will reveal his glory to you. Forget about Emmanuel standing in front of you. Look upon Jesus. For I'm completely nothing without him. And there's nothing that I can do to address your circumstance. Only Jesus can address your circumstance. Only Jesus can lift you up. So I want you to keep your focus on Jesus. If my court here is giving you trouble, hindering, I'll remove it. Amen. I'll remove everything. I'll come and sit down if I'm hindering you. But I'm here to enable you to access the presence of God. Amen. Are you excited about the fast? Amen. I believe there's going to be revival in these 21 days. And I'm not saying it casually. I believe it. If you have made plans for holiday, please cancel it. I urge you, I seech you by the mercies of the Lord to cancel your holiday. You can postpone it. Amen. It's it's time to receive from the Lord. In preparing and waiting for this fast, the Lord has been showing me that he's prepared gifts with, each, with names of each one of you. But how many of you know that if you, don't want, if you don't take that gift or you don't collect that gift, you'll not get it? So the time that we're going through is to prepare ourselves to receive that gift that the Lord has given to you. The Lord is very particular this time. He wants to deal with individuals. And thank you for your word, my brother. He wants to deal with our hearts. To reveal and manifest the kingdom of God, it has to be manifested in our hearts first. Not on earth, but in earth. Amen. So this first is going to be really, really focusing on you as an individual. Yes, we'll do some corporate stuff, but we will focus more on you. Amen. Amen. So I've been asked to just usher in the theme for the first, which is manifesting the kingdom of heaven in our world. Amen. Amen. So I'm really not going to do a lot of in-depth teaching because we don't have time. I wish we had the whole day. Are you willing to stay here the whole day? I can give you a proper teaching. But I'm going to give you some homework to do. Um, and when I was studying, especially in the varsity, when a lecturer comes and he gives you homework, you know that he's not prepared. Or he has too much to teach you that he cannot cover in that time. So it's not that I'm not prepared. I have too much to give you that I think will need two hours. Amen. So one of the homeworks that I'm going to give you, there are sermons that, that has been preached about fasting. I want you to get hold of it. There was one I did on why fasting. And there we're saying, in summary, fasting is 
for everyone. So if you're sitting there and thinking, no, this is not for me, the types of fasting, benefits of fasting, primary objective of fasting, how to fast, setting objectives for your fast. As you go through these 21 days, what do you want God to do for you? You have to set those objectives. So I want you to go and listen to that. That's my first homework. Homework number two, I also did something together with when we're doing the series on kingdom, um, uh, kingdom, preaching the kingdom, on when you fast. And there we established that fasting is a command. The Bible says when you fast. It's not if. So if you're sitting there and saying that maybe, it's not a maybe, it's a command. Amen. So I want you to go and read that. It's in Matthew 6, uh, Matthew 6, 16 to 18. But there's a whole series of teaching that I did on when you fast. And this will be, talk- I mean, there I was talking about what fasting is not. Because sometimes you actually can be misled. I also talked about who should fast, when you should fast, and how you should fast. So the details are there together with what food, what food to eat and not to eat. All that is in the homework. Amen. So in preparation for tomorrow, make sure you create time and listen to these things. Amen. And then the last homework is kingdom perspective. Again, I preached on that. And there we established that the, the attributes of the kingdom, the kingdom mandate, and then some key foundations, like your identity in Christ. You cannot receive from the kingdom unless you understand your identity from Christ, in Christ. There's nowhere else. It's not if you put your identity in Emmanuel or the pastors, I can tell you for sure you will not receive the kingdom. But the foundations that we established on that specific sermon was your identity in Christ, knowing that you're nothing without his presence, the, part that you, the fact that you're part of the body, and then lastly, we are not from here. If you get those foundations, you'll be ready for this fast. Amen. So that's your homework. Are we happy? Lots of homework. Are you happy? Come on, tell your, your, your neighbor, don't be lazy. Look them in the eyes and say, don't be lazy. Amen. They are not lazy. I can see they are very strong people. Amen. Amen. All right, so let's focus then on manifesting the kingdom of heaven here on earth. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for what you want to do this morning. We surrender ourselves to you, O Lord. Lord, as you reveal your, your, your kingdom in us, let it begin to manifest out of us. Let it begin to flow out of us to the glory and honor of your name. Amen. Amen, amen. So let's just go to our first scripture, which is Isaiah 2. And the question I'm asking is, why should the kingdom of God manifest on earth? Any answer, any people, anyone wants to take a chance? Why do you think the kingdom of God needs to manifest here? Just think about this thing. And I'm posing this question so that you think about it liberally. If it is just for fun and games or falling on the floor, then we've missed the plot somehow. Amen. So ask yourself, ask your neighbor, just I'll give you a minute, ask your neighbor, why should the kingdom of God manifest on earth? Let's hear what it tells. I'll give you a minute. 30 seconds. 
Let them tell you. Come on, I can't hear you. Come on, tell your neighbor. Take a guess. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Isaiah 2, verse 2 to 3, it says that now it shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountains of the Lord's house shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow to it. Many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of, of God of Jehovah, of the God of Jehovah, Jacob. Sorry. He will teach us his ways and we shall walk in his path. For out of front line shall go forth the law and the word of the Lord from front line. I put front line, say Zion and, and Jerusalem. So the reason, the first reason why we need the kingdom of God to manifest is because the world needs to run to us. The reason why the world is staying away from the church for most times is because we don't have solutions. But if we had solutions, you'd see people flocking here. No wonder people are running for prophets or prophets, you want to call them. Because they are looking to see what God's kingdom is like. So they are flocking to the wrong things. So one number one reason is we need to do this so that the mountains of this world will run to us. I can tell you if we start to manifest miracles, signs, and wonders, this place will not be able to contain the people here in South Africa. Even the field there will not be able to accommodate them. So it's important for us to manifest the kingdom. That's why we are paying attention to it. The Bible says in Romans 2, 20, sorry, 8, 22, that all creation longs for freedom, for its slavery to decay, and to experience with us the wonderful freedom coming to God's children. To this day, we are aware of the universal agony and groaning of creation as it is where in the contraction, as it, as, as it were in the contraction of labor for child. I've seen my wife go through labor. It's quite chaotic. I can tell you I've seen, I've seen it. It's not easy. How many of you feel that the world we live in is that chaotic? People are groaning, looking for solutions. The earth, the pains, the earth, we can see the pains. Some governments are failing to solve for the problems of this nation and or their nation. Therefore, we need to see the kingdom of God manifest so that they can run to us, so that that longing can be taken away. The Bible says there that so that they can experience with us the wonderful freedom coming to God's children. Do you believe that you are God's child? If you believe that the world out there, the chaos that we see, needs to come and access that from us. Hallelujah. So the number two reason is the world is in agony. The world is decaying. Slavery. In deep slavery. So we need to manifest the kingdom. The third reason is in Isaiah 45 
Verse 3 says, I'll give you treasures hidden in the darkness. Secret riches. I'll do this so you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel and the one who calls you by name. So there are treasures that are hidden in the kingdom of, of God that we need to access, that we need, to, we need them to surface. One of the, as I was meditating on this scripture, one of the things, thoughts that came to me is that the kingdom of, the, the, the secrets, the treasures are not hidden from you. They are hidden for you. They are hidden for you. They are not hidden from you. Because sometimes we think, oh, it's hidden from me, my sin. We, we make all sorts of excuses. No, they are hidden for you. So that you who has the light, and the, the image I got is, if you walk in a dark room with light, you'll see everything that is in that room. And our light is Christ. So assuming we walk into that room, we will see every gift that has been hidden for us, not from us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we need the kingdom of God to manifest so that we can access those treasures that are hidden for us. That's the number three reason. Amen. Are you getting somebody something this morning? Come on, slap your neighbor in the in the in the don't don't clap them. Just uh, give them a high five. Okay, let me use a more contemporary language. Give them a, come on, give them a high five and say, Are you getting something? <laughs> Do not slap them, please. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have we established why we need to get the kingdom? You're happy and comfortable? Hallelujah. Let's read another scripture. First Corinthians. I won't take long. First Corinthians 2, 9 to 11. It says, this is why the scripture says, things never discovered or heard, heard of before. Things beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in store for all his lovers. But God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his innermost heart and the deepest mystery through the Holy Spirit, who constantly explores all things. After all, who can really see into the person's heart and know his hidden impulse, except that person's spirit. So it is with God. His, his thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by his spirit, the spirit of God. Amen. So I do believe that as we go through this season and this time of fasting, the operation of the spirit in our life need to be up there. Hallelujah. We need to elevate our spirit man to access. God can only speak to your spirit. God cannot speak to your flesh. Yes, his power can move to cause your flesh, if you have illness, to be healed. But he has to come through your spirit. So your spirit is kind of the interface. Your soul is the interface between the spirit and the flesh. As you elevate your spirit, which is what we are going to do in the next 21 days, your spirit will become dominant. And then you'll begin to see the manifestation of the kingdom of God in your life, in your circumstances. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We also know that Jesus talked about, and I won't take time with this one, Luke 13, 18 to 21. He was talking about what should the kingdom, the kingdom of God be like. So you can read that for yourself uh, when, you, when you get time to read. 
So he was just talking about the seed. But really the instance why, why I brought this scripture is the kingdom of God starts from inside. It starts like a seed. Just imagine, I don't know if you have some trees, a mango tree. It starts with a seed. That seed has power within itself to bring, to, to bring forth. You plant that seed by faith and then you have mangoes. Just imagine that for a second. And that is how the kingdom of God is going to be in your life. It's going to be a seed, the seed which is the word of God, planted in your heart. But my, my, it will be a tree, a giant tree, where it fully manifests. So as we go through this season of fasting, we will see the manifestation of the fruit of your life, which is the seed of the word of God in your heart, beginning to bear fruit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you ready for those seeds of greatness that is sitting in you to manifest? We all come with the equipment. None of us comes empty. As soon as the Lord releases you on earth, he releases you with the equipment. But how many of you know that if you plant a mango seed on the soil and there's no rain, that mango will not germinate? The rain is the Spirit of God. The seed you have within you, if you've been reading and studying God's word, you have the seed within you. All that is required is to create the perfect condition for that seed to begin to germinate. Hallelujah. And that is what we want to do in these 21 days. Create perfect conditions. Those business ideas, and I feel, I feel the anointing. Those business ideas that you've been carrying for many years, the Lord will cause it to manifest. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you ready with those seeds? Are you ready to put them in the hands of God? Come on, I don't feel your conviction this morning. Amen. Are you ready with your seeds? Amen. Your seeds, I'm not talking about your money. You know, the, the prophets, as I was calling them, they, they, they like, they think that the only seed that you can give is your money. It's your life. The only seed that the Lord is looking for is your life. And then the other things will follow. Because the Bible says where your, treasures, your treasure is, your heart will also be. So if the Lord has your heart, he has everything that you have. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm not talking about, I just wanted to clarify, I'm not talking about the seed which is your money. It's important. But your heart first. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless you. We thank you. I, I see this sense of people beginning, the Lord beginning to highlight that seed in your life that he wants to bring forth. I see it in the house. I can feel it. I can feel the light of God showing you exactly what he wants to highlight. He's highlighting what he wants to germinate. The seeds of greatness. The things that you never imagined that you'd be. I can see it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We bless you. Lord, enlighten our eyes. Open the eyes of our hearts. Reveal your truth. Reveal your truth. Even right now. You are the God of now, not tomorrow. Now. 
now, Lord, open the eyes of our understanding. Open the eyes of our hearts that we may see clearly what you're showing us this morning. I thank you, Jesus. I bless you. I bless you, Jesus. I bless you, Jesus. Lord, I cast out every doubt in the minds of your people. Those who are still doubting your word, my God. I pray, my Father, that you will bring clarity in the name of Jesus Christ. Bring clarity, O oh God. Lord, these things are not hidden from us, but your Spirit has revealed them all to us. Therefore, by your Spirit that is living within us, open our eyes, expose these things that you want to bring to prominence, to the glory and honor of your name. We bless you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. What does it mean truly to manifest the kingdom? Romans 14, uh, 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of rules about food or drink, but is in the realm of the Holy Spirit filled with righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. So how are you going to bring the kingdom into your circumstances? I believe the only way to do this is to see righteousness in those circumstances, to see peace, to see joy. The, king of, the kingdom of God is not earthly things as we, as we see. It is the spirit. It has to start with your heart, what my brother shared this, this morning. The kingdom of God will come in you, in earth, not on earth. That was such a confirmation. It has to start from inside. Hallelujah. How many of, how many of you have seen peace, joy running around the streets? Have you seen peace? Have you seen joy? Have you seen righteousness? Do you believe that it exists? Absolutely. So it's not a physical thing. You're not going to see joy and righteousness running. Say, oh, Mr. Righteousness, come. Come, come, I want to commune with you. No, righteousness is within you. It is in your heart. It is established in your heart. Righteousness is the ways of God. It's the character of God. It's the being and doing of God. Hallelujah. And that's what the Lord wants to do in your, in your heart in this fast. Hallelujah. When you have chaos, speak peace. When you're depressed, shout for joy. Hallelujah. No matter what, whoever says what, if you can experience these things, I can guarantee you that you're experiencing the kingdom of God. If you can experience righteousness in your life, joy, peace, you know that it's settled. Even where they, when there's chaos, I have experienced chaos since the beginning of the year. Chaos. But I have peace. So I'm confident that I'm walking in God's kingdom. I'm manifesting God's kingdom. Against, amidst that chaos, I'm experiencing the kingdom. Hallelujah. The, the, the truth is that once you begin to experience this internally, the other external stuff. They are just, it's like a waste of your time. 
because you're not bothered, and I'll read for you a scripture later, you're not bothered by what is happening around you because you have peace inside of you. Hallelujah. I can tell you that the things around you will not be quiet. They will speak to you. Even when God has given you the assurance, they'll come back and you start wandering again. Then the peace comes and drives away all the fear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Manifesting the kingdom, Colossians 3 verse 2 says, Yes, feast on all treasures of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts with the heavenly realities, not with destruction of, of the natural realm. Hallelujah. So do not be distracted by the natural realm. When you walk in the spirit, you see that it will be easier for you to actually conquer these things that seem to be insurmountable in your life. Manifesting the kingdom means believing the promise in now and seeing that manifest later. As we, if you read Hebrews 11, uh, the writer was boasting about the heroes of faith. How Abel, Enoch, Adam, Jacob, Abraham experienced the kingdom. They saw the kingdom within them. Part of the things that they did actually was ushering salvation. So if you read actually that, um, the Hebrews 11, carefully, all those things that are, were being accounted for was pointing to Christ. Hallelujah. They saw it. But they saw it in a different... What, what Abraham did with Isaac was actually God sacrificing his son. Just to give you an example. So all those heroes of faith, they saw things that were, as though, that were not as though they were. They saw it and then it came to realization. Hallelujah. So I want through the Holy Spirit for you to see that manifestation of the kingdom in your heart. Then it will begin to manifest. That job that you're looking for, let the Holy Spirit first put it in your heart, reflect it in your heart, and then you'll speak by faith. Then you'll walk in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do we have believers here? Manifesting the kingdom means opening your spiritual channels and pathways for God to communicate his will and intent. The the only thing that God and throughout all scripture that the Lord speaks to us as his people is his will and, and intent. It's only his will and his intention. The problem we have is that those around us can actually mislead you when they try to interpret what the Lord is speaking. So if you rely on a prophet or prophet you are bound to get the wrong intention and the, will, the wrong will of God. Sorry, not the wrong will of God, but get something that is not the will of God. So when God speaks to us, he's, inten he's, he's speaking to us only his intention and his will. So I want you to be sensitive to the Spirit. For instance, if I say, two different people will interpret it differently. But if all they do the action, or they, they perceive what are the intention of what I'm doing, and they come to me, for instance, they would have all gotten the intention. One person could say, I said, walk forward. Another one could say, come to me. Those are two different interpretations, but it's the same intention. So sometimes the interpretations may differ. 
but the intention remains. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So manifesting the kingdom means we're going to open these channels that the Lord will begin to bring us to the place of being able to manifest this kingdom. Hallelujah. The antennas will be opened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I just want to bring it to a close. Then I will talk to the fast itself because our time is fast. Are you getting something this morning? Do you feel we should go until evening? (laughs) I've given you homework. And we're going to experience this throughout the 21 days. We are not going to waste your time. I promise you. Or let me not say, the Holy Spirit is not going to waste your time in the 21 days. I'm guaranteeing you that the Lord will intentionally speak to you. But what is required of you is to be obedient. Because only those that are obedient will eat the fruit of the land. So if you think you're going to just go with the wave, oh, it's a 21-day fast, I'll just pop in when I want, you will miss your package. You'll miss your gift. You'll miss your gift box that the Lord has intentionally prepared for you. I'm not saying this to conjure you or to... But I'm telling you based on what I've experienced. We've been preparing for this time for a long time already. We're already into the fast. Hallelujah. So the Lord has been speaking to us specific things he wants to do as the leaders of this church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we're not doing this for the sake of just taking you through. Amen. Matthew 6, this is very important, I'm concluding. Matthew 6, 33, it says, in Amplified Version, it says, but, but first and foremost, importantly, seek. And that seek says, aim at, strive at his kingdom and his righteousness which is his way of doing and being right and the attitude and character of God. And all these things will be given to you also. So as we seek his kingdom, these 21 days, it's almost guaranteed that this thing, because it's the truth. This is not Emmanuel say. This is what the word of God says. That if we seek his kingdom, first and foremost, all these things that we are chasing for will be added to us. So I believe as we seek his kingdom in these 21 days, the things that we need for, 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 for our life, because the Bible says all things have been given to us for godliness and hallelujah. So all things will be given to you in the name of Jesus. Very important. This is our key scripture. Matthew 16, 19. It says, I will give you the keys of heaven, heaven, heaven's kingdom realm to forbid on earth that which is forbidden in heaven and to release on earth that which is released in heaven. So I just want to encourage you that you have the authority. Come on, tell your neighbor you have the authority. Tell them you have the keys. Come on, check your heart and say, I have the keys. Touch your heart and say, I have the keys. Come on, say it with conviction. I have the keys. I have the authority. Hallelujah. Where is Brother Theo? And not to embarrass him, Theo has a bunch of keys. When he's walking, you know Theo is there. 
And if you need to open any, oh Theo is here. If you need to open any room in this premises, Theo has the keys. I want to encourage you that you have the keys. Keys that this nation requires. Keys that our families require. Keys that your children require. It is you're holding the key. Hallelujah. You have the keys. Hallelujah. Because we are gateways through which everything was and is created, just like we see in Genesis chapter 1. One of the things that really amazed me in, in, in trying to study that portion of Scripture is when God told man that name these things, you know, these days we, we think that we're saying, this is the lion, this is the cow, this is... No. What he was actually just doing was telling Adam to call those things because those things were created in the spiritual realm. They were not physical animals. It is Adam who actually caused them to manifest. Because the Lord gave him permission and authority to say, call those things. And then he started naming them. Cow. He was calling them out. Hallelujah. I just wanted to give you that example so that you know the power that you hold. The things that you want to create, that the Lord wants to create today, is given you the authority and the mandate. We got that mandate back when Jesus went to the cross. And as much as you believe in Jesus, you have authority to name those things that are not as though they are. And then they will begin to manifest. Hallelujah. So as we go through the 21 days, that authority is being released to you even right now in the name of Jesus. The things that you've struggled with for a long time, this is the time, this is the season. Hallelujah. As we commune with the Holy Spirit, we will begin to release those things in our nation. I know some of us are part of the complaining. It's good, it's great, it's important for you to, to complain if you pay taxes, like myself. But that's not enough. It's not enough. We need to speak what we want to see in our nation. Otherwise, you can complain like they used to say to us, until cows come home. Nothing is going to happen. You can protest. I, I saw some of our, our brothers, they think that by blocking the highways and what, things will happen. No. I'm sorry. It's not the solution. We need to manifest the kingdom of God in our nation, in our schools, in our community. And we're going to do that throughout this week, these 21 days. Finally, I just want to say that as we get into this season, there are frequencies that have been opened for us. There are channels, specific channels, I'm talking about frontline, that has been opened for us to receive what God wants to do here on in earth. Hallelujah. All that is required of you and me is to make sure that we are tuned. Please, you can't have a radio, I don't know what those things are called, that only ends at 90. And then you're looking for a frequency of 120. You won't get it. Hallelujah. You need the right receivers to actually receive what God is doing. Hallelujah. So as we go through this season, I believe that the Lord is going to prepare us to be able to receive from Him. It's not your effort. 
all you're doing is just positioning yourself to receive what God wants to do in this time and season. So I request you to tune in. If there's anything else that I would request from you is tune in. Make sure you have the right frequency. And then you'll receive what the Lord wants to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.